Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the High on a Mountain podcast with me, Darren Eckert. How's everyone doing? Hope you're doing great. Hope you're having a good fucking day. Uh, me, I had a pretty good day. Uh, nothing too crazy happened. Just went to work, came here and said, you know what? I feel like talking into a microphone for a fucking hour. So here I am and that's how it's going. Hope your day is being productive and everything. Uh, today on the podcast, unfortunately, we have no marijuana. I smoked it all last night. Uh, I was smoking this strain ice cream cake, uh, and it was fucking harvested and grown by this company called Terrapin. Great company, great products, uh, great strain. Uh, it was an indica, and the reason I got that was for a couple of reasons. One, when you see flour, when you see like good flour, uh, when you see good flour in a dispensary, you really need to fucking jump on that shit because it will sell out instantly. So there's that. And I also tried a strain called fucking uh, Bliss Cake in, uh, in a vapor, like a cartridge. And that shit was so good. If you could ever try bliss cake by terrapin or maybe bliss cake by even like anyone else give it a try because that was hands down the best indica i've ever had if i ever had like a migraine or if i was in some pain or something you know this strain was is like perfect for that even like falling asleep maybe like this shit just made me feel so good it made my brain feel so good it made my head feel so good uh, and yeah, if you, if you ever got like some annoying relatives, bliss cake is the strain for that really calms you down, really chills you out just like a, a true indica is supposed to. So I highly recommend that. Um, so yeah, another ganja free episode today, unfortunately. And I think I'm going to take a tolerance break because one, it's Christmas time. Got to save my money for those presents. And B, uh, my friend Megan from New Jersey, my BFF Meggie, uh, she's coming over on New Year's. So I figure that when she comes over, I want to be baked as hell. So I'm just going to, for the next week or two, uh, I'm at least not smoking till after Christmas. Till after Christmas is when I'll be able to smoke again. Uh, I might pick something up on, on Christmas Eve, um, you know, and uh, something that might help me <laughs> help me fucking sleep um, because, I don't know, the, the fucking excitement from, for Christmas is just, it's hard to fall asleep, so maybe I'll get something like that, talk to a bud tender, see if it's good, and yeah, besides that, that's, that's the weed talk, bro. That's the weed portion of the fucking podcast. Um, I was literally in the middle of recording this same episode right here before I was interrupted like a billion fucking times. And I'm about to be interrupted again. That's sorry for the interruption. I was getting a, another fucking call uh, from my buddy asking to smoke weed. And <laughs> uh uh, it looks like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get baked after this fucking podcast. Um, anywho, but like I was saying, I was 
in the middle of recording this podcast, and my cat was eating a shit ton of food. She was peeing in her litter box, and I then I got a fucking call from a military recruiter. How the fuck they got my phone? Oh, they got it from my fucking college. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, God, military. I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I, I'll never join the military because, A, that's not for me. Um, I don't know. I want to put my energy towards what I want to do in life. And what I want to do in life is not fucking go to bumfuck nowhere in Iran and, I don't know, watch people explode or some shit. That's just not me. So to the military cru- recruiter that interrupted my fucking podcast, go fuck yourself, all right? In the most polite way, I can say. I know you're just doing your job, but you interrupted the goddamn podcast. And then it got interrupted again by Ian. So we're giving it a fucking take two here. And we've got a few things to talk about. Number one is Cyberpunk 2077. The game finally fucking came out and everyone is freaking out about it. And not in a good way. (laughs) So, Cyberpunk 2077, if you didn't know, was in development for, according to Google, or whatever source that popped up from Google, roughly nine years. And if my estimations are correct, nine years is even older than the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One are in general. I believe they're about seven years old, both, respectively. And I've had my PS4 since, oh, God. Either I've had it since 2013 or 2014. I've had the OG PS4, not the the fucking, I don't know, reboot, remake PS4 or the PS4 Pro. Um, I just got the, the baseline OG PS4. Uh, like many other people, and uh, I was super excited for Cyberpunk, and it came out, I pre-ordered it, and then it was uh, release day, and I started playing it, and oh my god, the internet has set CD Project Red, the people who made Cyberpunk, on fucking fire, because a majority of people who play video games right now either don't have a PC that has all the high-end specs or they don't have the next-gen console, which has all the high-end specs and shit. A lot of people are like me who either just have a PS4 or a Xbox One. And a lot of people got Cyberpunk like me, and a lot of people experienced a shit ton of fucking bugs Like, this game, um, a lot of people are freaking out about the graphics, um, which I could understand, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, eh, shut the fuck up. You know, like, same thing happened with Fallout 4. When Fallout 4 came out, everyone was like, what the fuck are these graphics? And as long as the game, like, plays, in my opinion, fucking, uh, Jesus, fucking Snapchat is distracting me. As long as the game can function and play like it's supposed to, um, looks aren't as important. Even though 
I love graphics just as much as the next guy. And trust me, I can't wait to get my hands on the PS5 and have this ray tracing dick bullshit. I don't know. Uh, and another thing with the whole graphics thing in Cyberpunk uh, on last-gen consoles, a lot of people are, are pissed off. And I can understand because when you look at a game like Red Dead Redemption 2, that game on my PS4, the OG PS4, the the one that came out in 2013, Red Dead Redemption 2 looks fucking amazing on this console. The Last of Us 2 looks fucking amazing on this console. There are billions of fucking games. God of War, fucking Spider-Man, fucking, uh, I don't know, I can't think, like any Call of Duty. They all look amazing on my OG 2013-2014 PS4. And then then you got Cyberpunk, which doesn't look nearly as good. It still looks pretty good, um, but it's not as good as Red Dead Redemption 2 or anything. And I could understand why people are so pissed off about that. Because CD Projekt Red was showing off like next gen and pc gameplay only and when playstation 4 and last gen console owners got their hands on this game they're like what the fuck but was even worse than the the graphics which i don't mind the graphics i think the graphics are acceptable (coughs) oh fuck fuck fucking voice crack (laughs) i guess it's the time for a sip of water Um, as I was saying, um, in my opinion, the graphics on last gen consoles for cyberpunk are okay. I think they're great. All right. For the current standards of this console, listen, the game's not as pretty and like, I'm sure on next gen consoles, this game is way prettier than red dead or the last of us and whatever, but you know, I'm not complaining. I think the game looks fine for what console I'm playing it on. Uh, But what's really bugging people are the fucking bugs. Um, This game probably could have used a little more time in the oven. But I think that CD Projekt Red was like, oh, fuck. Do you see these assholes asking for this game? Like so many people wanted this game to come out that CD Projekt Red was just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> Let, <laughs> let's give it to him. Let, let's let him have it. And then we got it, and we were like, ah, oh, fuck. We, we, uh, we didn't know what we were asking for. So uh, they say they, they're very sorry, and a lot of people are making fun of them for apologizing for all the bugs and shit. Uh, but I praise them because not a lot of fucking companies – have the uh audacity to i don't know comment or even apologize or offer discounts for problems like this like fucking activision and i don't know ubisoft all those companies they would never you know be this humble and shit about it so cd project red you know some people are pissed at you you know me I think you guys are okay. All right. 
you guys had a deadline and you guys tried to make that deadline and the game is great um the first day i got it i played it for a couple of hours and it was only because it was nighttime i think and i played it for a couple of hours and i had no bug issues really the only issues i had with it on the first day was um a lot of textures a lot of um um i don't know like i would crash into a lot of invisible walls but the but then like all right so let's say a wall is supposed to be there in a game it's there but the game hasn't rendered it yet like the game hasn't rendered the the texture of the wall so the wall is invisible but there's supposed to be a wall you know what i'm trying to say here is like i'd be crashing into walls that haven't loaded yet and like cars and and just shit that hadn't loaded but is supposed to be there uh, so there's a rending problem, there's a texture problem, but, you know, I expected that. I didn't expect the the textures to um, be perfect, um, but I didn't expect to be crashing into walls that haven't loaded and people and cars that haven't loaded. Uh, and then the second day I was playing it, um, I had the entire day to play that game, and it was amazing. Because, um, like, you know when you get something and you just want your entire day to be about that thing whether it's a movie video game car house whatever you buy you just want that day it's like the day after you buy it like the day after you buy something you want that entire day to just be about that thing that's how it was with cyberpunk like yesterday and i was playing it like the entire day having a blast i was having such a fun time with this game um even though there's a bunch of bugs and rendering and loading issues uh but what i will say is the game did crash on me three times three times um so but cd project red says they got two massive updates um one in january and one in february so um i can't wait for those because the better this game is, the more I'm going to enjoy it. Um, with the bugs and all that shit, I'd probably give this game a solid 7 out of 10. But I'm sure if the game were to play and not crash and maybe have a little bit a little bit better rendering and shit like that, uh, I'd probably give the game a, a fucking solid 9 out of 10 because this game has a lot in it. Um, you could customize your dick. You could customize your pupils. But... Um, that shit doesn't really matter <laughs> because it's a first person game and you're not really going to see what you're wearing like 99% of the time. So, um, but it's still fucking badass to be able to customize your dick. Like <laughs> I choose the biggest dick in the game and I think you could also have like an uncircumcised penis or penis or some shit i don't fucking know i never played witcher uh which was another game series that cd project red made and i don't know I i'm more of a either present time or futuristic guy i'm not really much of a, a medieval guy i like skyrim but if i had to choose between skyrim and fallout 
I'd probably choose Fallout nine times out of ten. Because I'm just not I'm not too much of a medieval guy. I love pirates. I think pirates are badass. Like uh Assassin's Creed four, which is the best Assassin's Creed. You can't even fucking argue that, dude. The best Assassin's Creed is fucking Assassin's Creed four, Black Flag, where you play as a fucking pirate. That game is so good. Um I played a few other Assassin's Creeds. Um I played I played three. I played uh, Unity. I played Syndicate, and I think I'm gonna play Valhalla, the Viking one, because I've heard a lot of positive things about that one, and it looks pretty interesting. I've I've never really gotten into to Vikings or anything, and uh, that game I've heard a lot of positive positives about it. But I also heard a lot of positives about uh, Watch Dogs Legion, which was a total garbage game. Which, let me do a little comparison, okay, between Watch Dogs and Cyberpunk. Okay, so, I hated Watch Dogs Legion. The game is so boring. I couldn't even play it because that's how fucking boring this game is dude I, I i swear to god there's like nothing to do it's like huh, the, i don't even, i don't even know what to fucking say i'm at a loss of words for how bad this game is um there's there's nothing to do and i'm talking about watchdogs right now there's nothing to do the the side missions are boring as hell the main campaign is boring as hell the characters are boring as hell you don't even play as a character you could literally play as any you can recruit people to this gang or whatever and you could play as like any character on the street that you fucking see i swear to god you could like recruit people and then play as that person so there's like no fucking there's no fucking connection to who you're playing as so i felt no connection to any of the characters I didn't feel any connection to who I was fucking playing as. And also the story was just awful, man. It, it was, you're, you're fucking rushed into this story. The story's so kind of bland and mundane. And on top of that, Ubisoft has this terrible fucking, um, like, uh, what am I trying to think of? They have this terrible, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the fucking word here. Um, but every game they have, I, most of the games, I would say probably like seven out of 10 of every one of their games has this kind of system where in order to unlock the map or whatever, you need to take down these towers or you need to um i don't know fucking just do this dumb shit to unlock the map or whatever you need to um liberate these camps or you need to activate these radio towers or something to unlock the map and see the map and shit and it's like every ubisoft game every far cry game every i'm not sure about assassin's creed um i'm assuming every watchdogs game 
it's uh, to unlock the map you need to go to every single fucking like i wish they could find a better way to do that like it's either you just don't do that where you have like gta you actually have to fucking explore the map to see the map you know what i mean or i don't know they just need to find a better system a more original system like i don't know having that system where you need to activate something to see the map isn't bad but by the fifth fucking game i've played by them where i have to do the same shit over and over again to see the map i'm just like what the fuck and cyberpunk doesn't do that it just has a map it just says hey you want to see where you want to go here you fucking go uh and also watchdogs kind of prides themselves on being this like whole techie hacking type thing where you could hack everything and you could see everyone's information and that is so fucking boring it's not fleshed out upon it's so boring the missions are not that whole hacking fucking gameplay thing is so goddamn boring it just it wasn't fun but cyberpunk on the other hand like had all these fucking goddamn improvements like it was like watchdogs what they wanted to be like first off the characters in cyberpunk i felt connected to you know i felt you play as this you play as a character okay like in watchdogs you don't play as a character you clearly play as fucking anyone in cyberpunk it fuck cyberpunk in cyberpunk you play as v you could either be a girl or boy doesn't matter but you play as V and I felt I feel connected to V. I feel connected to the people around V. Uh and also Cyberpunk has a shit ton of side stuff and side missions and side things to do and just watchdogs didn't have that, man. It's just like Cyberpunk was like, okay, Fallout and GTA. They took like the best of both worlds and fucking combined them. And Watch Dogs just looked at GTA and was like, how could we fucking make this worse? How could we make this more boring? And that's what they did. So that's my take on Cyberpunk. You know, I don't know. Some, game, some of the best games have some of the most rough launches. And in time, in due time everything will get better so there's that and also in other gaming news uh the last of us won game of the year and everyone is fucking livid about it and all i gotta say that is shut the fuck up it doesn't matter it's a stupid alkaloid that means nothing to them or you so how about you shut the fuck up and play whatever game you thought was the game of the year all right and i say the same to everyone else that fucking um, freaks out over awards, all right? If your favorite artist doesn't win a Grammy, listen. That's just a fucking group of white people that said, oh, you know what? This guy reminds me of fucking this guy from back in the day. And then they give him the award, okay? 
don't think too much into awards, okay? It's not a big deal. So that's all I got to say about that. Just everyone, you got to chillax. You got to hold on and fucking just, I don't know. Just don't stress yourselves out. There's no point in it. Just try to have fun where uh, you're supposed to. And what else? What else is going on in my life? I've been watching The Sopranos. Um, I'm on season six, episode episode seven, and shit's getting interesting. Let me tell you, I'm I'm really digging season six so far. I'm in the first half of it, and I believe there's 24 episodes in this season, and I'm uh, I'm slowly approaching that ending, and. Um, I'll definitely tell my opinion about the ending as soon as I get to it on this podcast. Um, I've heard from a lot of people that it's the worst ending. Or I haven't heard from a lot of people. But um, every once in a while on Twitter, you know, shit will trend. And people will talk about, uh, like, which what is the worst ending on TV in your opinion? And a few people said The Sopranos and... An overwhelming majority said either uh, Game of Thrones or Dexter, um, which Dexter is coming back. So uh, I, I've I've watched a couple episodes. And it was pretty good. Uh, I just I wasn't necessarily captivated by it like I was with uh, The Sopranos or Barry. Um, and so, but I've also. I don't know, it seems like when the Sopranos ending first aired, it seemed like there was like everyone hated it, but it seemed as as time has gone by, it seemed like uh, a lot of people have either gotten used to it or they um, interpret it in their own way, um, and I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of things about the ending of The Sopranos, and I'm intrigued. That's all I can say, is after watching five seasons of this show, the show is very damn good, dude. This show is very good. I thoroughly enjoy this show a shit ton. And um, it's not better than Barry, though. Barry is my favorite show ever. Uh, and I'm just interesting because like a lot of people are like, they look at this ending and they're just like, what the fuck? Or something like that. So I, I don't know if this ending is like ambiguous or if it's mysterious or if it's just stupid or if it's just whatever. I don't know. When I get there, I'll talk about it and I'll tell you all about it. And I'll have a spoiler warning um, beforehand. But I'm slowly getting through with that show. And then once I'm done with that show, HBO Max has... A billion other shows I want to watch. I want to watch Doom Patrol. I want to watch Watchmen. I want to watch uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, and a billion other things. So I'm, I'm good on TV shows forever with HBO Max. And then uh, there's also a show with uh, the girl from Big Bang Theory. Um, it's called Flight Attendant. That looks pretty interesting. Um... And then movies, I gotta watch a shit ton of movies. Um, I gotta watch Mank on Netflix, which is my number one movie 
priority right now. It's got Gary Oldman in it. It was directed by uh, David Fincher. And time out. Uh, I got a fart. Ah, oh, damn it. It didn't make a noise. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Mank. Uh, it's got Gary Oldman in it. It's directed by David Fincher, who has also directed Fight Club, uh, Seven, a bunch of other films. You've heard a bunch of Brad Pitt films and all that shit. And this movie is about the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. And the I've tried to watch the movie twice already, but I don't know. I'm just so invested in The Sopranos right now that I, I just... I can't have anything distracting me from it. Um, so as soon as I'm done with The Sopranos, I'm going to hop on Netflix, watch Mank, uh, because a movie about one of the greatest movies of all time, I'm sure is bound to be a great movie. And uh, Dave Fincher is a really, he knows what he's doing, to fucking say the least. He fucking knows what he's doing. He's a, He's a fucking filmmaker, so... I'm very interested to watch that. And also, there's a bunch of A24 movies that I want to see, but I can't. Like, uh, there's one with Stephen Young in it uh, called Minari or Minari or something. And that looks very interesting. Uh, there's a movie called The Green Knight. Um, and there's also uh, an A24 movie that's got uh, Bill Murray and fucking the girl from the office um it was one of jim's girlfriends the the second one not pam uh she's in it and the thing that sucks about that is a24 movies are either really easy to see or kind of hard to see because uh like a movie like uncut gems very popular the most um, profitable A24 movie ever. Um, that was in every theater ever. Um, but then The Lighthouse, which is probably my favorite movie ever, um, The Lighthouse was hard to see. Like that movie came out on October 9th, but I wasn't able to see it till like a fucking month later because it didn't play at any theaters around me until like a month later and it only had like one showing so as soon as i saw that i caught tickets saw the movie and it was amazing so and that's and and that's another thing about this year is that i i don't know theaters are having a really rough time with this whole pandemic shit and ugh, i said that word i don't even like saying that word anymore uh can't wait till we don't have to say it anymore and so not only are theaters having a rough time and I don't really want to go to theaters because of the times we're in right now, but also, you know, A24 movies can just be a little uh, selective with their theaters. You know, sometimes, um, I don't know, they make a lot of indie films. They they let a lot of indie filmmakers do their thing and indie films aren't like a, a Marvel movie where they're readily available in any theater so um that's a thing that sucks i really hope i can see all those movies the green knight minari all those new a24 movies because i love a24 so much 
the best film company on earth. Film production company. Uh, besides that, there's a movie I want to see called Kid Detective. It's got, uh, I forget what the fuck his name. Uh, I don't know. I forget, I forget his fucking name. Let me find out. The movie's called Kid Detective. Uh, Kid Detective. The Kid Detective. And it's got, I think, it, Adam Brody. Yeah. Adam Brody's in it, and he stars. Uh, he stars in it, and that's one I really want to see. That movie looks pretty fucking interesting. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I thought that because of this year and because of the circumstances, I thought a lot of people would just be fucking letting their movies go straight to VOD. But a lot of movies aren't. And a lot of movies are just going to theaters. But I'm not going to any fucking theaters until this shit's over. Uh, so, I don't know. There, There's probably going to be a lot of movies that either came out or were supposed to come out this year that I want to see that I might never see, which really pisses me off. Uh, so, 2021, I hope this shit gets over. I hope I can go to theaters again. I really hope I could get back in that routine of like every weekend going to the theaters because I just love that, dude. I love the the theater experience. It's an escape for me. I've said it a billion times in this show. So, or this podcast. Whoa, we're upgrading fast. We're going from podcast to show. Fuck. So, anywho, that is, um, that's a little bit of, my thoughts today besides that what's on my mind uh my music uh it's getting there the album is getting there y'all it's getting there i swear to god um i just need to fucking make two more beats slash instrumentals and then i go into to writing mode lyrics mode uh i have four to five three to four three to five songs where i have the lyrics written and uh, i'm gonna write the rest of them and then i kind of want to go through each songs and because a lot of times i'll write lyrics and i'll think wow these are total shit like a few songs i've straight up just thrown out the lyrics and shit uh so that's gonna be a little process uh if i had an estimate the album might be done. I'm not saying it, it will be out in February of 2021, but the album might be written and pro- produced. Like those two aspects, the lyrics and the beats and instrumentals uh, will be done hopefully in February. And then recording will happen, which is a little bit, of an easier process uh i don't know a lot of people would probably debate that with the whole fucking eqing and mastering and mixing and that's another conversation i don't want to get into uh but i do if i go back to college that's what i'm going to go for um recording technologies and all that shit because i just want to learn as much as i can become as good as i can uh and also it's the the holiday season so i haven't really been working too much i've been working here and there on the music but i've been staying 
pretty consistent with this podcast. So um, I'm pretty happy with the work I've been doing. Um, I got a lot of ideas, a lot of projects that I'm hoping will come to fruition within 2021. I got a lot of resolutions that I really hope um, come to fruition in 2021. Um, I think it's very good to have resolutions. Um, It's always a great thing to work on yourself and work on the person you are. And yeah, so I think I'm going to call it for the cast today. Uh, Shout out to my boy Jake. Shout out to Marissa, Jake's co-worker and fellow podcaster. Say what? Uh, And yeah, shout out to all my friends. You know who you are, but I doubt anyone has listened this deep into the fucking podcast. Uh, So, yeah, enjoy your day and fucking chillax.